Podcast. This is Matt Shalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter, at Matt Shalava, and it is Tuesday, and it has been a little bit of a letdown today, I'll be honest. Um, good day for me. I made some sales, I made some profit, but a little bit of a letdown in regards to the sneaker release that we were supposed to have today, and I'll touch on that in a little bit. But uh, overall, pretty good day. Um, outside of those sneaker releases, it's been a very, very good day. I've been able to get a lot done, both at work, both with my business, which is good. And I've just been able to uh, do a few things that I've been wanting to do for a while. Uh, I've been able to set up my Excel spreadsheet today that I can, uh, depending on like the, the naming format that I use for all of my receipts and stuff, uh, I can scan them in to my computer using like a, like a scanner and then all my receipts will be digitized and for each individual item I can just click a link in my Excel spreadsheet it brings up the receipt for that item I now I have to put it in like a certain folder and name it a certain way and stuff but basically that's awesome I, I need to buy a scanner and I'll scan them all in one day and name them all and that'll be it and they'll all be in my computer and I won't have to worry about it ever again which will be nice because trying to keep track of paper is a pain and it's also a pain because you don't know what could happen to it if you take it somewhere and you lose it you're done if you um if if for whatever reason I mean there's probably not going to be a flood but uh stranger things have happened where you know maybe you have a basement that floods and you do all your reselling in the basement and that receipt thing gets all completely torn up or something you never know um but you know, it's good to have backups of that and it's good to have, you know, backups on backups. And so I'm excited to get that done because I hate really organizing those receipts. I hate going through all the receipts. Um, I don't really know how stores take it if you bring in a scanned copy of the receipt. I'm going to try that at some point just to see what happens. They may say, you know, I can't do this. or They may say, yeah, this is fine. But um, either way, it's nice to have for tax purposes because I do want to be able to prove that I've purchased everything that I have. I mean, I, I definitely have, but to be able to have hard proof that, hey, this is the purchase price that I made and uh, here's the items and the quantities and stuff, that I want to have, but I want to have it easily accessible as well. That way, uh, just for my own records, I have it and it's, it's good to have that kind of stuff. Sometimes whenever you're uh, in a pinch, you know, whenever you have a, a situation come up where maybe a buyer wants to know, hey, where's my item? Well, you just simply, I mean, simply all I'm going to have to do now is go to my that item in my sheet and then just click on the link it'll bring up the shipping label I can easily uh, use that tracking number and that's that's all I need and and now you could go to eBay you could look up the tracking for the buyer and stuff sometimes it's not as easy to do that like on mobile and stuff um, but there are situations where I've had where I just wish I could just pull up the label pretty instantaneously without having to worry about this or or making sure hey I sent this to the right area this it says it was delivered to such and such a location on eBay but is it did I send it to the right area on the label and then I can click on the label and look so it'll be nice to have that it'll be nice to have my receipts in there it'll be nice to have all of my um, post office receipts scanned in that way those are all just right there if there's a buyer that claims that I never shipped an item or claims that I uh, shipped a a fake item or whatever and the uh, PayPal or eBay wants proof that I shipped it at all it's nice to have those all scanned in as well so just Hopefully that'll be able to alleviate a lot of things, a lot of issues and stuff, um, but it should make things go a little bit more smooth for me. So I'm happy about that. And then just, there were a few releases today, actually really only one that I went after, supposed to be a few, um, but I went after one and ended up picking it up undersold, undersold by about 25 bucks, which is kind of a bummer. But for me, 
the item that I was going after was in stock for uh, over a minute, which is not normal. I, I don't like that. I like the items to sell out within 10, 15, 20 seconds, and I know that sounds fast, and oftentimes it is fast, but if I cop the item, I want it to sell out quick. And when it's still in stock after I've bought it, um, like I bought it with uh, the one bot that I have, and then I went in manually, and this was after it being released for about a minute, and you know after I had done everything, checked to make sure that I'd gotten a, an email to, to say that it was confirmed and stuff, and a charger on my card, and then I looked, and I was still able to purchase it through the store and I mean there really wasn't any issue I I went like straight through very easily manually I wasn't put into a queue I got straight through and I was like well I'm not gonna buy this because I already use this email but this is kind of weird I don't really know if I want to buy a second one so I didn't and I probably should have because I could have made double the profit and that would have been nice and I sold, I undersold, I think they were going for anywhere from about 170 to 180. I sold about 145, which is, it sounds like, oh, I'm price tanking. Well, a lot of the listings going up were around 145 to 150, and I really wasn't sure what was going to happen. It was in stock for so long, and the listing prices were so low that oftentimes when you wait out like that, you end up screwing yourself out of profit because what happens is you're just waiting on this item to either slowly sell. I mean, some items don't sell that instantaneously. So you're waiting for it to slowly sell and eventually a few months down the road, you'll hit your price. And that's not what I wanted. I didn't want to hold this item. It wasn't really an item that I felt comfortable holding. And the other, the other thing was, um, the other thing that can happen is you can find yourself in a situation where you don't end up ever making the profit that you'd hoped you would and you wish you would have undercut because sometimes the profit margins drop so low because there was just not enough people to buy it and we misjudged the demand for the product and now nobody really wants it that bad and you have people that are either selling it at retail or below retail and at that point you don't want that because you're not making any money you're actually losing money on the on the entire item itself so I'm more comfortable taking lower profits sometimes if I'm not extremely sure on the market for an item. If it's a pair of Jordans or something, I'm pretty sure how they're going to do. I, I really have a good gauge on that most of the time, but if they are, if it's something a little bit more obscure, something like a collectible or something, sometimes I'm willing to say, hey, I don't really know this area very well. Uh, I'm not going to pretend like I do and try and list it at the going price because I don't think any of these other people know it either. And I'm just going to, you know, target one of the the prices that I feel that it should sell best at and hey if I lose 20 bucks or I mean if I if I lose a potential $20 of profit right if I end up making $25 instead of 45 hey at least I made profit on it I learned a little bit and I can go back next time with a better idea of what I should list at and I think that's important to realize I don't think that you should be out there tanking items out and stuff I mean you don't want to do that the people on StockX those people are crazy I have a pair of shoes listed at like 160 Two days ago, I got a notification somebody undercut me by 20 bucks for 140. And then a few minutes after that, somebody undercut them by 10 bucks. And then a few minutes after that, somebody undercut them by like 15 bucks. And it went from 160 to like 115 in a matter of probably a few hours. And I was like, why didn't you just undercut me by a dollar? Why didn't you? And you know what I mean? Like, it's stupid. Why would you ever undercut somebody by more than a dollar on StockX? You're just going to drive the market down. But a lot of these people, they don't really use their own money or like they're using their parents' money and they're just kids or maybe they just get scared with their money and you know, it is what it is. So that's something that I don't encourage, but I do encourage you to make sure that you're doing due diligence as to what you're selling. And if you don't know what you're selling, you don't know it that well, 
take the profit and run because you never know what the market could be. You may not be that experienced and people may say, hey, go after this item. It may have been a great item to go after to make a quick profit, but it may never it may never hold that value. It may drop really, really quickly after the release. So that's just something to keep in mind because there are a lot of items that are like that. And I, I find it so funny when people are like, oh, the, like some of the groups I'm in, people are like, oh, don't tank the price. I don't I'm like, you guys are never gonna sell that item. You're gonna be sitting on that for the next three months and you're probably gonna sell it at under retail just to get rid of it at that point. So it's important to just kind of go with your intuition on these sorts of things and obviously get the most amount you can make. But for some items, if you're not sure, either don't buy that item or be willing to take the quick profit and get out of there because ultimately, you know, selling these things at a lower price isn't really going to affect the market for it. The only people that see it is the sellers. The buyers really don't ever look at the comp, the sold comps. I don't even think they know how to do that. Most of them don't. Most sellers don't even know how to do that until they find Gary Vee or somebody telling them, hey, look at the sold comps. So imagine how many buyers who aren't looking to do that at all, they, they have no idea. So I, I would imagine that you're not really doing that much harm. And, you know, at the end of the day, just get your money and, and get out of there if you don't know the item. If you know the item, do what you need to do. But if you don't, I really wouldn't just waste a lot of time with that. So Hopefully that's something that can give you a little bit of insight as to how I sell um, and especially hyped items that I'm not really that comfortable with or comfortable holding or just don't really feel like waiting on. So um, that's that's kind of my strategy for those sorts of things. Now, I did say I was a little bit disappointed in today and I am because we were supposed to have the Air Max 97 Halloween's come out today and about two hours and Nike's been doing this a lot this year. I get it. There's been a lot of different issues with uh, supply chains and just a lot of different issues with their warehouses and uh, shipping areas that they go through and stuff. There's been a lot of things holding it up. But they delayed the Air Max 97s today. Those are one of the releases I was looking forward to. I wanted to go after those shoes. I was excited to go after those shoes. Not too many releases happened on a Tuesday. It was looking like a great release day and they delayed them till the 28th. And that set me off for two reasons. One, I'm not gonna get the shoes today, so I'm, I'm kind of upset. Um, maybe I would've missed anyway, so you know, it is what it is. But the other thing is that the 28th, we have like five pairs of shoes coming out on Nike. And and it's, it's kind of ridiculous. I'm imagining they're gonna delay some other shoes, but I can't remember all that's coming out, but there were like the better releases of next week outside of the off-whites and um, like I think that they, I think the skeleton Air Force Ones come out the twenty eighth. I think that the frags, the the Jordan thirty five frags come out the twenty eighth. I think that the Air Max ninety sevens now come out the twenty eighth, and I believe there's one other fairly decent looking shoe coming out the twenty eighth. And I'm like, well, what are they gonna do? Are they gonna put them all at draw? Like I hate drawings because I never get the shoes. Um except for the, the unions, let's not get into that. But it, I, I, you hardly ever hit on a drawing because so many people can enter. And you have so many nice shoes coming out that you know you want the best chance to cop at. Why are we giving everybody 10 minutes to enter these things? Like, give them their minute like they normally do and, and just release the shoes on different days. Here, I'm at a red light. Let's look at this. So the 28th, we have the Gore-Tex Air Force Ones, the Jordan 35 Frags, the Air Trainer 3s, the Air Max 97s, the Air Force 1 Skeletons. So four, uh, four to five, 
three to four of those shoes will be profitable. I'm not sure about the Gore-Tex yet. Gore-Tex is just, if you if you resell and you know anything about uh, Gore-Tex, people really like it. It's really, really high quality stuff. Their collabs usually do decent, but they're not like a super hyped up collab. And it's just really a pair of Air Force One boots at this point. It's not anything that great. So I'm interested to see what the rest of the uh, kind of the sneaker world thinks of them. But they don't look bad. They look pretty good. I would wear them if they were given to me. Like most of the, a lot of shoes I wouldn't wear. Like I, I would wear them, but like I would pay like 50 bucks for them. Okay, let's put it that way. I wouldn't pay 50 bucks for a lot of shoes that they release on Nike that have hype. Cause a lot of them look, I just, they're not my shoe, but I would wear them. I like the shoe. Um, it's just, you know, it's not really that hyped. I'm interested to see how it does because there is probably some ability to make some profit on those. Then you have the Frag 35s, um, which is for you, those of you who pay attention to sneakers, uh, Fragment did a release with Jordan, the Jordan 3, and I think they did the Deltas probably about a month ago, I want to say, maybe a few weeks ago, depending on, I don't know, it was either a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago at this point, but they released those Jordan 3s, and I really wanted to get those. I missed on them. You know, it is what it is, but they're also doing a Jordan 35 collab with Jordan where they are taking the Jordan 35s coming out and they're doing their own mix on it. It looks pretty decent. You know, the Jordan 35 is not my kind of shoe. I don't like the silhouette that much, but the colorway on it is pretty nice, and I expect it to do pretty well because it's a fragment collab. So those are coming out. Then you have the Skeleton Air Force Ones. They've released these three years in a row. They always resell really well. Those are going to do well, and now you have the Air Max 97s coming out, the Halloween edition. So I don't know what they're going to do. It, it, it triggers me because I wanted the Air Max 97s to come out today. And even if they don't, fine. But, like, can we have them not on the same day that every other shoe that... Okay, every other decent shoe outside of the Off-Whites next week and the Mochas. Okay, we all know that the Mocha 1s are coming out. We all know that the Off-White 5s are coming out. But outside of those, like, could we spread them out a little bit? And I, I don't think that they're going to do that. So I'm not sure what's going to happen. I may be frantically going from sneaker to sneaker on on uh, next whatever day that is. I don't know. What's today? Today is the 30th. So what? No, today's the 20th. So next Wednesday, I'll be frantically going shoe to shoe to try and enter. I don't know. I mean, there's not really a good solution to this. I'm imagining hopefully they maybe back a couple of shoes back a little bit more so that they're spread out. But um, it should be interesting. Uh, sometimes you do have a better chance of copying too whenever they do that. I mean, I don't know exactly what I'm upset about at this point because that is true. You do end up having a better chance to copy because so many of these people aren't really that focused or maybe they only want to go after one pair. They're not paying attention and maybe they get themselves frazzled, especially the resellers who want to get the shoe. They're like, okay, I go for this sneaker. I go for this sneaker. Maybe they have like two phones. They've never done this before. They're kind of freaking out. Like uh, that, that would be me like last year at this time. I had no idea what I was doing. And so, um, that does help a little bit because there is a lot more, uh, there's a lot more hoops you have to jump through. And so if you can kind of go through those hoops and jump through them and, and get to the sneakers themselves, um, you can make some good profit on them if you can end up hitting and generally I do better whenever there are multiple releases in a day. So like when they did the Jordan, one high 85s with the strange loves and i think they may have released one other shoe that day a lot of people went after the high 85s first i went after the strange loves and i believe the strange loves are reselling a lot better right now they were a lot better hold and i ended up copying because the nike servers went out like right after they did the release so that was a kind of a blessing there i was one of like the few people that was able to enter and so that's probably why i ended up copying those but um 
it was a uh, it is a thing where sometimes there's just so much traffic they can't handle it. If you end up getting an entry in, you sometimes have a better chance of copying. So uh, just keep that in mind too. I like I said, I don't really know what I was that upset about. I just I guess I wanted more days of releases. I don't know. So um, hopefully that can be something that aids you a little bit coming into the week next week. So. For the rest of the week, we don't really have a ton of hype coming out. We do have some decent shoes at the end of the week. I'll touch on those in a little bit, uh, maybe a few days down the road. But um, outside of those, next week we are loaded up. The Air Force One, uh, they're like the skeleton Air Force Ones. They're doing those in an orange colorway this year. Those will do really well. They are releasing the Jordan 5 Off-Whites in a cream colorway, I think, ivory cream, something like that. Um, it's a nice looking shoe. Those will do really well. They are releasing the Mochas next week. Those are going to do phenomenal. Um, probably a good manual shoe to go after because there's some weird things happening with plots. So, um, going to do really well. And then all these other miscellaneous releases coming out next week. So, crazy week. Great week. I'm pumped. Uh, it's going to be wild next week. If you are, if you're getting ready, prep up because it's going to be a good week for sneakers. And if you're not ready... Uh, figure out how to get ready because you want to hit on some of these sneakers next week. You'll be able to make some really, really good profit on them, uh, depending on sizes and stuff. Do your own research, but for the most part, you're going to make money on these shoes. So that being said, um, I know I've talked two days in a row about sneakers and uh, the different releases for both weeks. It's just today kind of hit different where I was expecting the Mochas and then the Air Force uh, One Skeletons to come out next week. That was really it, and then the Frags. And then they moved back the 97s and they moved, uh, they just dropped the Jordan 5s into next week, which those were supposed to come out Saturday from what I was reading. So just a huge week next week. It's big news. I mean, that kind of stuff is huge. Um, you want to be able to go after those. You you want to be prepped for those. So that's kind of why I'm delivering that today instead of Saturday of this week. So that, that way you're a little bit more prepared. You're a little bit more ready. Um, and you can have some time this week to prep up for next week. So that being said, I'm going to go, but you guys have a good rest of your day, and I'll talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Peace.